0: Today we are broadcasting from Nipaluna, Lutrawita. We pay our respects to the traditional custodians of this land and elders past, present and emerging. We extend our respect to any First Nations, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people joining us this morning.
1: For a feel-good start to another day. This is Triple M Breakfast. Triple
2: M Breakfast.
0: We'll do our podcast intro. Welcome to it. That is happening now as Kaz tries to figure out your headphones. There, I just
3: wear one. <laughs> one twists. Just flip it's it. It's a stitch up.
0: It's a it's an old radio classic stitch up. <laughs> flip it. Oh, there we go. <laughs> flip it over. You haven't figured that out yet, and you've you've been on the air. This is our fourth week as Triple M Duh. Breakfast with Kaz and Tubes. You yeah. were on as our Christmas correspondent for three yes. weeks.
3: I think three so. Weeks? Yes, three weeks.
0: And now you're here permanently and and you still still haven't figured out the tool.
3: No, I'm just, it's a trick. I'm lulling you into a false sense
0: of. If you missed the false sense of what? I don't know. You didn't let you finish that sentence. Sorry. I was just thinking. Were (laughs) you?
3: What is it? False (laughs) sense of security.
0: I could actually see the cogs clicking through in your eyes there, Kaz. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Well, producer rhea has got something to say. <laughs>
4: rhea?
2: I said that Kaz
4: has figured out the tools because she's looking at one. Yeah, okay.
0: <laughs> she's
3: coming to looking at you. Rhea. Tool. <laughs>
0: <Sure>. <laughs> we did have a lot on the show. We did. We spoke with an ARIA Hall of Famer. That yes. is the. Is it the ARIA Hall of Fame? Yeah, an ARIA Hall of Famer. Yes, for music. We spoke with a superstar soccer player that's coming to Hobart, and also something big is happening. For those that are struggling with cancer and for the Cancer Wellness Clinic, a massive announcement. A first for Hobart, Tasmania. Here's what you missed. Big day yesterday. I had a, a, not an exciting day, but one of those days where I ticked a lot of boxes. That's good. Got jobs done. What did you get done? Just things that I'd been putting off for a long time.
3: Did you write a list? Nothing, nothing in
0: particular. See, now you've asked me that. I I don't feel like I've got that much done. <laughs> <laughs> what did I do? Well, just spend some time with the kids because the day before, I didn't see them at all.
3: It gets like that. You do have days like that.
0: Because I'm a little bit busy. Well, we're all busy. I hate the term busy. Oh, I'm busy. What, yeah. how I, what oh, are you busy. To? Oh, I've just been busy. Be busy. I hate it. Yeah. We're all busy, mate. <laughs> That's what I think when I say, <laughs> when I say, oh, when I say in my head oh, I've been really busy, I say to myself, "Yeah, mate, we're all busy."
3: Yeah, I was pretty busy yesterday afternoon.
0: Were you?
3: I did ten min ten minutes on my treadmill. But you go
0: hard on your treadmill. Yeah, like, ten you minutes. Tell me that... Oh, I think I might have lied.
3: I said I did two Ks. I only do one. I'd look, okay. I actually looked at the number. I feel feels like <laughs> says one. Feels like two. It's like the we- it's <laughs> like the weather.
0: <laughs> when you said when you said I go on the treadmill. This is off air and off air conversation, Hobart. But when I asked Kasey, oh, "What what do you do on the treadmill?" she said, "I do around ten minutes on the treadmill." I'm like, oh, how many kilometers is that?" She goes, two. 2 I'm like, 5 minute K's? That's running. That's yeah, that's having a no, go."
3: No, it's only one. I used to. Do, I think because I used to do twenty, and that was two. But I, ha- you know, swings and roundabouts, tubes. Yes. 10 minutes on the treadmill, because I think it helps me sleep a little bit better. So if you want to get out and get a bit of exercise, walk around the block. It, impl- it you know. I think studies have proven that, but I feel like I've just discovered it. And <laughs> I like to have a bit of balance. So I did mm. 10 minutes on the treadmill, and then I went and sat in the sun and ate a whole packet of chips. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like that's my self-care. That's...
0: I like balance too. So, you know, you have a chocolate bar and then you eat a carrot.
2: (laughs) It's Triple M breakfast.
0: Lee Jollo from the Triple M newsroom joins us live in the studio. Morning, Lee.
5: Good morning, Kaz and Tubes.
0: What is making news?
5: Yeah, so, um, guys, this is a really damning report. It's been released looking into the racing industry. It's one uh, that we've been waiting for, as you were saying, off air tubes for quite a while. And uh, yeah, it does make some pretty damning findings.
0: So what are some of the findings, Lee?
5: Yeah, so it's heard race fixing, animal cruelty in the harness racing industry. Those are just two of things that have been found. Really, really concerning stuff. The integrity body has been accused of weak regulation, lax oversight and an unsustainable future under the current operating model. So... Absolutely huge uh, allegations, I suppose, coming out of that. So
3: do we know what they're doing about it? What's what's happens next?
5: Yeah, so what's next is that uh, the racing integrity body is actually being abolished. Obviously, it's not done its job at all uh, based on these findings and it's being replaced with a racing integrity commissioner. There will be an inquiry into the state's leading harness racing trainer as well, Ben Yole, who's being investigated at the moment for telling his riders to allow others to win, so these are just obviously allegations, nothing confirmed. But this inquiry is now going to be looking into things like this, and um, heading up that is, of course, as I just said, the Racing Integrity Commissioner.
0: Yeah, uh, well, you know, this is we've talked. You've talked Kaz, and and I've talked about how you love going to the races for the fashion side of things. Yes, I've been to the races with my friends, and I know that industry is genuinely full of good people trying to earn a living. Unfortunately, there's now been these findings in the report, uh, murray, 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 murray yeah. report that need to be investigated. So the good news there is, I guess, is that now they will go and investigate those reports and they will find out what is actually going on and hopefully yes. they will fix
5: it. Mm-hmm. Let's Big move issues in the harness racing industry, yes. Absolutely. Let's move on to some better news. Better news, absolutely. So Guide Dogs Tasmania has announced it's just its, just its second Tassie-born litter is now looking for volunteers. So oh, you, you can't get enough of this one. <laughs> Everyone loves a, a little puppy. Oh. <laughs> Everyone's going to be sticking their hand up uh, to take one of these puppies. Uh, the, yeah, the litter's just been um, announced and uh, yeah.
0: How good? How good is that, Kaz? And look, I talked about this before. During my uh, time as a radio host... We've had a cat in the studio. We're mm-hmm. still yet to have puppies. So, um, Producer Rhea, are you able to organise some, uh, I don't know, guide dog puppies to come into well, the
3: studio, please? as a community service, we need to <laughs> investigate the importance of raising and training mm-hmm. and having guide dogs... And service dogs available.
5: You guys fancy yourselves? Uh, uh,
0: absolutely I wouldn't, no, not. I, wouldn't give, I wouldn't,
3: <laughs> wouldn't give them back.
0: Couldn't give it back, yeah. Amazing. They are amazing dogs. And how good is it that they are bred here in Tasmania, the second mm, ever litter second of, litter. T- yeah, of yeah. potential guide dogs. Not all of those dogs that are there, I think it's a litter of five. Litter of five. Not all of them will make the grade of being <laughs> a, an assistance dog, but it's amazing and they are genuinely smart and genuinely oh. amazing. So if you... Want to get involved? I'm sure God Dogs Tasmania will be able to get you on the right track. Lee Jollo from the Triple M Newsroom. Good to chat. M
3: breakfast.
0: tubes I've got something serious to talk to you about this morning. Okay, okay. Hang on. I'll just write this down because this might be the first time you've ever been serious, serious. on the radio. I'm serious. First of Feb. It's for first of Feb. It is. Okay. Do you say
3: white rabbits? Anyway. No. So, white rabbits, white rabbits, white rabbits. You know know if anyone is. says that. Let me know via text what it actually means, Oh four double eight double eight one zero seven three. However, kids are going back to school next week, Mm -hmm. mine is. My son, Alex, good morning, Alex, 8, grade 2 this year, has been spending a bit of time in school holiday care. Right. Great program. With school holiday care comes a lot of older, younger, male, female, good mix. So I love him being at school holiday care. Of course you do. Picked him up the other day and he said... I said, how was your day? Usually I get a, an answer five to ten business days. You know.
0: <laughs> yeah.
3: This day, he said, well, you know, there's a kid being a bit mean to me. He's been a bit of a bully. So he used oh, the word no. bully because they throw oh, that no. around. Now, I think there's a difference between bu- being a bully and being a bit of a, you know, not very nice kid. Anyway, what's he doing? I said, he's pushing me. He's throwing a ball at my head. Oh, no. He's calling me names. He's doing... Pretty much ticked off every bully thing in the
0: book. The bully checklist. The
3: bully checklist was there. I said, oh, okay, how are you feeling about that? We had a bit of a talk. Would you like me to talk to your teacher? No, 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 I don't. Well, how about you go to your teacher and you go and tell them? Because if he keeps doing it day after day, you know, you this is not something that people do and it no. doesn't have to be tolerated and it, it's not on. No, mum, he said, I think I can handle it. Good. Good on I you, actually, Alex. I actually believed him. So I thought, no, we'll we'll let it go. Mm-hmm. And we'll let it go because we've only got a few more days left of school holiday care. And then we're back into, you know, the swing of it. Back yeah, into his yeah. class with good, his own friends and Good on and you, mates. Alex. Yeah, Love I thought, that. But then I, I asked him if there was anything else that this kid had said. And he said, well, he did say, um, yeah, your mum probably sucks. On the radio, <laughs> so you know what tubes <laughs> from grade. I'm dobbing on you.
2: <laughs> it's triple M
3: breakfast.
0: Every single morning, we give you the opportunity to spin the triple M prize wheel, Hobart. And today, Kaz on 13353. Good morning, Callum from Howrah. Good morning, Kaz tubes. Hello, How- and what's
3: going on today, Callum? Where are you, where are you off to? I'm just off to work. Where is work? Work is in Cabries. I'm a I'm a fridgey. Uh, a Fridgey. Yeah. So I'm you make, Oh, so you you make what what do fridge do? Just lots
0: of air conditioning.
3: Oh <laughs> we have air conditioning issues in our studio, Callum, because my lovely co host likes a what's your optimum body temperature?
0: Twenty one point five is my operating temperature. Cal, we we operate at twenty one point five. That's my peak temperature. That's what I yeah, like that, to operate at. Yeah.
1: It's that's like perfect tubes.
3: Yeah, Let's that's see. a male there's a male and female temperature. It's very cold, I have to wear socks. It's like going into a bottle <laughs> shop, cool store Callum. You're about to uh, either spin the prize wheel again
0: well, or Well before we do spin the prize wheel and let you know what number you've spun up, Callum. You're a right. apprentice, Friggy. What do you do in your spare time?
2: Ah, uh, flips.
0: <laughs> slips? Yeah. What? I do trampolining. Oh, oh, why do they call it slips?
2: Oh, I just call it flips so you can understand.
3: <laughs> righto, righto. Because you slip over on the trampoline? I, I've got a trampoline.
0: I need to give it a walk. Oh, flips. Oh, flips. Yeah, flips. Oh, you do oh. flips? Sorry, I thought you said <laughs> slips, and I'm like, oh, he's fielding in the uh, next to the wicketkeeper on the cricket field, trampolining. <laughs> that's an in- yeah. Like, where do you do that, Callum? Out at Kimber Sports Centre. Oh, brilliant! Yeah, it, that's a unique sport. Yeah. Yeah, no, it is. How long have you been doing
5: people. that? My whole life, about 14 years.
0: Wow, mate! Wow.
5: Shout uh, out to Dr. Ben Kelly on Thursday.
0: Right oh. All right. And who's your who do you
3: work for? Who's the who's the friggy boss?
2: Sacket Services.
3: Oh now they're pretty cool. Now maybe Sackett Services would like to come into the studio and <laughs> and, and, explain have, and explain
0: why. why how come count? okay, you might be able to explain it here on behalf of Sacket Services. How come some days we leave it at twenty one point five on the on the scale here on the controller? Some days we walk in and it's freezing cold, and other days we walk in and it's a little bit beautiful. Oh, that's the cleaner tubes. The cleaner's changing it on you, I reckon. Oh, do you reckon? Right. Yeah. Sure. <gasps> All right, Callum, you've spun the Triple M Prize. wheel. it's number 75. Are you happy with that or would you like to spin again?
2: Oh, let's go with 75, yeah.
0: Oh. All right. Callum from Howard, you have won. I'm sorry, it's just taking me a bit of time to go through my spreadsheet here. Yeah. You've won 50 bucks to spend at Brighton's Best Bakehouse, the home of first prize pies. How's that sound, y- Callum?
4: You
5: beauty. Thanks,
0: Scotty. Uh, oh, Scotty from Brighton. Do you know Scotty, do you?
4: Yeah, he was my it was my coach for footy back oh. in Lindisfarne.
0: In Lindisfarne days. I remember when he used to coach the Lindisfarne Unders. That's great stuff, Callum. Well, you can go and visit That's Scotty nice. and reconnect. Lovely. Thanks, Jubes. There we go. That's Callum from Howard walking away with a $50 spending voucher at Brighton's Best Bakehouse. Chip- Last weekend Tasmania saw A-League action return to North Hobart Oval and we're lucky enough to have it back on our doorstep again this weekend with a huge doubleheader seeing the Western United men take on the Sydney FC and the Western United women battling the Central Coast Mariners. To talk us through the game is Melbourne United midfielder Adriana Taranto. Good morning Adriana.
2: Good morning, guys. How are you? It's
0: great to have you on the show. Thanks so much for making yourself available. I believe you're about to head to training.
2: Yeah, no, I actually just got in. So, um, no, thanks for having me. Grateful to be on. Yeah, just got here.
0: What can we expect this weekend with your beloved United taking on the Central Coast Mariners?
2: Oh, uh, hopefully a really good game. Um, we actually haven't played Central Coast yet, so this will be the first time uh, we actually come up against them this season. So um, we're not really sure what to expect. So that's going to be really exciting, I guess, for the fans and also for us. But uh, hopefully we put on a good show, get the get the three points. That's always um the aim. But we always have fun when we when we're in Tassie, and um, I think so far we we haven't lost there. I think Touchwood. I don't want to jinx us now, but um. Yeah, hopefully it's just a
0: good show. You're sitting second on the table at the moment, Adriana. Uh, Yep. Central Coast just outside that top four. Big fiery encounter at North Hobart Oval and you are here with the men. What's it like travelling with the men and the women at the same venue?
2: Yeah, it's really awesome. Um, it's not something that we get to do often. Uh, we wish we could do it a little bit more. Um, but it's just really nice, I guess, to have kind of the whole club as as well as a lot of staff there um, around us. So it's nice to kind of be able to support each other and um, see that process. So yeah, we they get to watch us. Usually they get there a bit early and um, get a glimpse of our game, and then we get to kind of sit there and and support them after. So yeah, it's just it's really nice. It's more of a whole club kind of feel and and it's always just a great weekend away
3: yeah absolutely adriana you've been to tassie before what what do you like about tasmania
2: um i want to say the weather it doesn't get too (laughs) it doesn't get too hot there we've had some pretty pretty hot days um up here in melbourne so it's always nice when you're playing in a bit of bit cooler weather i think but i think it's supposed to be quite nice when we play which will be um which will be good but um uh, mostly the fans, honestly, I, I guess when we when we go away travelling, we don't get a whole lot of time to, I guess, explore just because we're obviously there to, to play. But um, just walking around the town in Hobart, um, we stayed right near the ground last time and it was just a really, really beautiful um, day. And uh, just seeing the fans come out and support us, it has... We are travelling, I guess, but it always feels like a home game just because of the support that we have from the community. So um, I'm really excited for that. Hopefully we get some good numbers out again.
0: Well, it's going to be 26 degrees and sunny, Adriana. So a perfect day for A-League soccer. And for all the fans that want to go, you can get your tickets from mufc.com.au or just Google A-League North Hobart. This Saturday, the game kicks off at 2.15pm with one of the superstars of Australian soccer, Adriana Taranto, <laughs> running around for her beloved Western United. Adriana, thanks so much for joining us on Triple M.
2: No, thanks, guys. Thanks for having us. It's Triple M Breakfast.
0: We have your tickets to head along to the A-League just by calling one triple three five three. Like Ange from Chigwell. Good morning, Ange.
2: Good morning guys. How are you this morning?
0: Now we've got a massive double header this weekend, and Are you a soccer fan?
2: Look, I'll be honest, it's the tickets aren't so much for me, therefore my eleven year old son Ollie, who is a massive soccer fan. <laughs>
0: <laughs> See, this is a good mum right here.
2: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the things you
0: do, eh? So Ollie's gonna head along. Will you go with him, Ange? Or are you gonna I send... will, yeah. Yep. So yep. how many people are you taking to the soccer? Is it just gonna be you and your son Ollie? um and a couple of friends as well. Oh, wow. see this is this is quality mumming from you Ange. Yeah. you're <laughs> heading
2: along. Well done. Thank you so much guys. Have
0: a great weekend at the Soccer Ange. Dylan from Margate, good morning. Hi. Hi. How
3: you going? Hi Dylan, you're off to the soccer. Are you a soccer fan?
2: Yes, very much so.
3: And who's going to the soccer with you?
2: Uh, probably my two kids and maybe
3: a cousin and their wife, and my wife, sorry. Oh, that's a nice little group outing. It's on our doorstep. What a, <laughs> our lucky are we this weekend? I've nearly
0: yeah, thought, awesome. nearly thought you said that your cousin was your wife, Dylan. I'm not going to say too oh, much oh, about that. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm not. laughs> <laughs> that's good. So you got your, your daughter and your son. What are their names? Noah and Grace. Hello to Noah and Grace. And what's your wife's name, Dylan? Belinda. Belinda. Good on you. Noah, Grace, Belinda and Dylan are heading along to the A-League. The Black Sorrows in concert are here tomorrow night at the Theatre Royal and we are joined live by the front man, the Aria Hall of Famer, the man behind such massive songs as Hit and Run, Shape I'm In, Chain to the Wheel, Harlan Rose, Never Let Me Go. He joins us live. Good morning, Joe Camilleri. Good morning. How are you? It is great to have you here. Good day. You're coming back to Tassie to put on a show with the Black Sorrows, who are much loved here in Tasmania.
4: What can people expect from a live show with the Black Sorrows? Just a three-legged dog. <laughs> you know, just the all the things that we've been doing over the years, new stuff, in-between stuff, just have fun. The whole idea is about however long it is, Try to lose your woes, you know, and just get into it. And and we come to play. So we're a jamming band, and hopefully there's a few gags in there that, you know, that would make everybody nice and happy and can buy some souvenirs. I don't call it merchandise anymore.
3: So, Joe, you're a regular to Tassie. What keeps you coming back?
4: You know, I've got a history. I've been doing it, you know, since the mid-60s. So, you know, Tasmania's a jewel, really. It's beautiful. Everyone knows about it now. Twenty years ago, no one really knew too much about. It. Only the Tasmanians said, "Don't mention Tasmania." Don't mention it. <laughs> you know, we don't need any more people. The secret's gone now, but it's just gorgeous. The, the Falcons broke up there, of course, in Hobart. You know, that's always burning in the back of my head because. Um, and, and and the Sorrows are just one of those bands that everybody seemed to like, and yes, so I had those records. The thing for me is, I love it more now than I did when I was having the hits, because I know why I want to do it now. It used to be about all the other things. Given Sorry, that
0: the Falcons broke up here in yeah. Tasmania, Joe. Is there a little bit of heartbreak?
4: that surrounds you when you come back to tassie (laughs) well you know every time i so it was in peter hudson's pub right and uh, (laughs) it pops up it's like your phone you know how your phone gives you sort of memories what happened three years ago it's a bit like that but i just love it Uh, i've got my gal she's going to come over and we're going to spend a couple of days so you're going to spend a bit of time
0: in tassie to relax not just put on these shows joe
4: Yeah, yeah, no, I do that. Uh, I love going there. They're beautiful places to drive to. I'm in the middle of making two albums, right, and and I've had a gutful, so I need a couple of days off. Uh, you You know what I've been doing today? I'm tending to everything, you know. unfortunately have a pool that just came with the place you got to look after that the garden the weeds are kind of incredible they won't give up the weeds (laughs) (laughs) so i'm doing all this stuff and i had my daughter she came in on the here's a question for you should People who are going to stay over the weekend, should they bring their own linen or should you just have to dredge and make the beds that they should have made properly? What do I say to to family members?
0: I think it depends what you think they're (laughs) infected with, Joe. (laughs) Hey, Joe, you're bringing your band down the Black Sorrows to perform here at the Theatre Royal, a really important and beautiful stage here in Hobart. We can't wait to see you. You've had 50 career releases as far as albums go yeah. and you've just told us that you're not sick of it that you're having the time of your life now
4: kind of yeah yes i am i mean it's, it's the greatest thing if you love your job you just want to get there though it's difficult to get there these days you know because you're the routine of that but once you're there bing bang boom well we can't wait to see that
0: bing bang boom <laughs> with the black sorrows on stage joe camilleri from the black sorrows always great to chat to you thanks so much for your time on triple m breakfast thank you so it's triple
3: We've got Ronnie in West Hobart. Good morning, Ronnie. Good morning, Kerry. How are you? Oh, look, we're great here. Would you like to see the oh, Black Sorrows tomorrow? Yes, tomorrow? Is it tomorrow <laughs> night? What day it is it? Friday night. Friday night. So it's tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. At the oh, Theatre Royal.
4: Fantastic.
3: Have you seen them live in concert? Oh, look,
4: you, oh, quite a few years ago when you used to come down a bit more often. Oh, favourite um,
3: favorite yeah. song?
4: Oh, I guess. It, it, it's really hard to say because I've played lots of So that, there, There's a lot. I thought mean, Rose is pretty good, and which just played and, yeah.
0: Ronnie, how's this? Uh, we just spoke to Joe Camilleri. He's had 50 albums. Oh, that's a lot of songs.
4: 50 I Unbelievable.
0: Think, I don't think I've done any, anything 50, t- 50 times, <laughs> Ronnie.
4: Yeah. I actually did meet his sister once and she actually sent me a signed album from Joe.
0: That was years ago. Oh, wow, look. Ronnie. Well, Ronnie, yeah. you've got a double pass oh, yeah. to head along. Well done. Oh, wonderful. That's Ronnie from West Hobart winning himself a double pass to see the Black Sorrows. They're playing at the Theatre Royal live on stage. It'll be a sensational, intimate venue. It's such a wonderful Beautiful. venue. If you want tickets, you can head along to theatreroyal.com.au. Today at Blunston Arena, the Tasmania Tigers take on West Australia in the Women's National Cricket League. Massive match, actually. Tasmania sitting top of the ladder. Mm -hmm. West Australia are third, but they have a couple of games in hand over second place, who is Queensland. So if Tasmania beat WA, I think at least one of the two matches. So they've got a match today. At Blunston. Yes. And then they have a match on Saturday. If they win one of those, it's 90% certain, and I hate saying that, that we will have a home final again for the Women's National Cricket League and Tasmanian Tigers. Tasmanian so
3: they've, Tigers? They won two
0: in a row of the Women's National Competition, Tasmanian, the last two, possibly looking at a third. How good is that? That is happening today. And if you want something to do for free with the kids – Today is where it's at, at Blunson Arena. It's free. Free to get in the door. Wow. Kids love that. And you a- love that. Adults I love it. love that. But go and sit nice on the time hill. time out. Go and sit in the sun and... Sit on the hill. Take a picnic blanket. Take a few snacks. Sit on the hill for a bit. Go around to the cafe. Get yourself a hot chockey. Yeah. Glorious there's day you- for it. And it'll be a glorious day. A little bit windy, but it'll be beautiful at Blunson Arena. So that's happening. Hmm. First ball, 20 past 10. But last night, I'm not sure if you saw this, but Elise Villani, Tasmania's captain, Mm -hmm. who's into her third season at the Tasmanian Tigers, has just won her third Women's Domestic Cricketer of the Year award at the Cricket Australia Awards last night.
3: Watched that. I watched that on the TV. Did you? I watched it for the frocks. I of can give you yeah, a case, fashion. Kaz's spin on sport, but we
0: won't go into that at the moment. <laughs> so that's amazing. Yes. That is is three a three-time best domestic cricketer in Australia. Elise Villani has revitalised the Tasmanian Women's Program, and I know there's been some trailblazers here for a number of years, but lifting the professionalism is what Elise Villani has done, along with the coaches Jude Coleman and Sally Ann Beams, who's now the high-performance manager. But women's cricket has been put on the map in Tasmania mm. with the help of Elise Villani. She smashed in 2023 627 runs at an average of nearly 70, which was amazing. She got 110 in the last year final against the Scorpions and a top score of 174 against Western Australia in February last year. Let's hope she does that again today at Blundstone Arena. You can get along there free to get in the door. I'll be there. I'll be in the commentary box but if you're there come and say good day I'll pop down and see you on the hill.
2: It's breakfast.
0: Nearly 2 years ago, she gynecological cancer group, the University of Tasmania and the Tasmanian government made a commitment to develop Hobart's first cancer wellness clinic. That commitment has progressed further with an announcement made earlier in the week to talk us through the per- the progress of she's yeah, to talk us through that progress is She Chair. Good morning to you, Scott Harris.
1: Morning. It's Thanks great, for having me.
0: It's great to have you here. Tell us about what has been announced earlier this week.
1: Well, over the last couple of years, we've been working hard to, to set up a wellness centre in the hospital precinct of Hobart. And so it's been a partnership with the University of Tasmania, Peter McCallum Institute, Institute and the State Government together with she and so this week we announced a site for that uh, Wellness Center and that being the Theatre Royal Hotel, which is directly opposite the hospital. So that will present a tremendous opportunity for patients that are Going through cancer treatment to be able to duck across the road and and sort of have uh, You know a sanctuary where they can relax in between meetings and just go to a place where they feel incredibly safe and um, yeah, so that's incredibly exciting. This has been, you know, as I said, two years in the making, so we're really excited about the future.
3: So what happens now, Scott? That theatre or pub has been boarded up since about 2016, I think. When when can we see the boards coming down and, you know, the yeah. windows cleaned and start taking a <laughs> peek in to see some goodness happening in there again?
1: Yeah, well, that's a great question and that's the next phase of this and we're currently working through a business case uh, and then we'll be looking at you know generating a whole range of funds to to bring that to life. But certainly already we've raised close to six hundred thousand from Tasmanians that really seen the value in this centre. And you know we we want to make sure that Tasmanians are on parity with the rest of the country, and that that's really important. So th- this this will be well thought out, and this will be uh, an incredible asset to Tasmanians, and thousands of Tasmanians are facing, you know, the the issue of cancer every year and this is not only for patients but their families that go through such a horrendous journey um, with their loved ones.
0: And Scott, this is particularly close to you because your wife, Jo, who passed from cancer and her legacy, why is somewhere like this wellness clinic so important for Tasmanians?
1: It's a really good question. I mean, I think for us, um, we were surprised by... You know, such tremendous clinical support, but we were quite amazed there wasn't a lot of emotional support through this journey. And when you get support from your family and your friends, not everyone has that. Um, And so it's a very lonely journey for many. And I think the real, you know, point for me was when I was sitting in with my wife Jo in treatment and we met a lady from Somerset who had come down on a bus by herself had treatment at 10 and then had another appointment at 4 and I thought mm-hmm. to myself what happens to this lady between 10 and 4 yeah. like where, where does she go like and and that that really hit me pretty hard that so so we we just want to make sure it's hard enough as it is um you know but to to have a place a sanctuary where people can go and and just feel safe and just forget about their world for a period of time is is, is critical for us. And, um, yeah.
0: I, I know exactly what you're talking about, Scott. And I've said this many times here on Triple M Breakfast that we never achieve anything alone. All the great things we achieve is through the support of others. And I know SHE stands for support, hope and education. And it's amazing that the University of Tasmania and the Peter McCallum's cancer center and she are getting together to make something like this happen because it will change people's lives scotty
1: yeah, absolutely 100 and you know we're all about awareness it's ovarian cancer month um, my wife joe died of ovarian cancer and you know we're all about trying to create awareness around gyne cancers but Ovarian cancer is a is a cancer really close to my my heart. You know the survival rate of ovarian cancer suffers the, f- the five year survival rate is the same as it was in 1979. You now that's that's just appalling. Yeah, that's but not it's
0: good a, enough. Absolutely, that's no, not. No, Scott. So, how do people get involved? I know that it'll be about fundraising through Peter Mack, the University of Tasmania, and of course she. But how can people help make something like this just happen quicker?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, look, there's a the whole range of um, things on our site, au. But we've got the, the Jack Jumpers every year have a teal game. There's a whole heap of fundraising activities going on as part of that. That teal game is on the 17th of February. Uh, that's pretty exciting for us, not only in terms of funds raised, but the opportunity to create such awareness around these insidious diseases. So, um, yeah, but but jump on, have a look at our website. Um, you know, we're always looking for people willing to help, um, you know, as volunteers, et cetera. So we we want we want to just really get this moving now. Uh, and I'd love to see the doors opened at the end of the year.
0: Yeah, Scotty, love it. You're doing an amazing amount of work, as are all of those people helping to make this happen. Thanks so much for joining us on Triple M Breakfast. Scott Harris, the CEO Thanks of Sheer gynecology, uh, gyneco- Gynecological Cancer Group. Thanks so much for joining
1: us, Scotty. Thank you. Thanks very much for having me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's a
0: big show. How good? How good is it that uh, the gynaecological cancer group she has made an announcement around their cancer wellness clinic here in Hobart that that will change lives.
3: And just to hear about the importance, how important that is mm. to so many Tasmanians the and example, their families. The
0: example that he gave of that lady who caught a bus from Somerset oh. to go into an appointment at ten, and then another appointment at four, and then have to catch the bus home. What? What does she do between yeah. ten and four? Well, obviously she has an appointment, but there's still hours to kill there, and plus
3: she has an appointment for cancer treatment. Mm. Yeah, this is not just a day shopping in Hobart. This is yeah,
0: this is. This will and enormous. And like, I, I know Scott. I've played AFL nines with Scott. Um, Don't know what but, that is. It's a it's a sport that is supposed to be non-contact, but Scott played it. A number of games over. I think over three hundred games of football with the Hutchins Lions Football Club. Okay, and I know how difficult his journey and his family's journey was for him and his wife Joe, and tragically she passed away. But to to take a tragedy like the passing of your loved one and change it into something hmm. that changes people's lives that that is real strength. And the
3: color teal for ovarian cancer, especially. Amazing. I am going to be getting all around that. So if I can find any events to support, get your teal t shirt and shirt on. Let's
0: yeah, let's let's, let's do that. Let's, let's get right around that because it it will change Tasmanians' lives yep. absolutely. All right, we're going to be back from six am tomorrow. It is free plug Friday. Where do you get your free plugs in, Kaz? Ah, uh, 1073. Or you we'll can call us one triple three
3: five three.
0: We'll catch you from six am. Be kind and treat yourself.
5: Weekdays on Triple M and anywhere on the Listener app.